Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host, R.P. Smith. This is Rodeo Week in Lincoln. The UNL Rodeo Club is hosting the rodeo, and even though I have no one in college at the moment, my boys are headed that way to Manabooth for Rank 1, a line of caps and t-shirts that they are developing for cowboys and girls who are fans of the rough stock part of rodeo. I was looking through my friend Elizabeth Ebert's book, Crazy Quilt, this morning and saw a poem that is almost like looking into the future for part of my clan. Elizabeth has titled this one, True Grit. The crowd had left the rodeo ground, just a bunch of old cowboys were hanging around, hunkered down on rheumatic haunches with balding pates and protruding paunches, drinking to the old days way back when the horses were tougher and so were the men, and every time the jug went round the toast got longer and more profound. Here's to the world's best buckin' horse, that was Tipperary, of course, to the Pony Express that carried the mail, to old man Chisholm and his trail, to ranchers and rustlers and those in between, to the rivers they've crossed and the mountains they've seen. Then old Bill with a hearty burp, let's drink to the lawman, to Wyatt Earp, and Morgan and Doc and that OK crew. They were real brave men, but I'm telling you, the man I remember most of all, he weren't no real lawman at all. But that fella from down at the picture show, the one that had true grit, you know, was a lawman once myself. My guns are at home on the closet shelf, but if I could ride for the law again, I'd ride in the hoof prints of old John Wayne. When he played that rooster Cogburn fellow, now that was a marshal who wasn't yellow. With his reins in his teeth and his guns in his hand, he rode right into that outlaw band. He, he was old like me and tired and fat. I wish I could make one ride like that. Then Ed said, By pure providence, there's horse standing over along the fence with a saddle that looks like a pretty good fit. And we're here to judge if you've got true grit. If you want a ride, you can make it still. Old Bob stood up, by God I will, but Rooster Cogburn wore a patch. So to make it a fairer match, I'll stick my glasses here in my pocket. Then the ride will be square and you can't knock it. But when I take him off, of course, you'll have to point me toward the horse. I was a lawman, as you well know. My guns are home, and I've told you so. But my pickup truck holds a twenty-two, and an old twelve-gauge, and I'll make em do. So they helped him on and set him up proud, said, th said those famous words, and he said em loud. And they sounded just like poetry said, fill your hands, you S.O.B. Then he stuck the reins into his mouth, and he kicked that horse, and they took off south. He raised up that shotgun and fired around. The fellas, they all hit the ground, while pellets riddled the pickup truck, and the horse went into a crow-hop buck. Bill might have stuck on, as like as not. He might have stuck on, but he plumb forgot. 
forgot that his teeth were the store-bought kind, and he wore them loose so they wouldn't bind. They slid from his mouth, still chewing that rain, and Bill came down in a world of pain. His pocket was filled with shards of glass. His teeth were scattered across the grass. His hat was smashed, and his Sunday clothes were splattered with blood from his busted nose. But he staggered up to their vast relief, said a gritty man don't need no teeth nor glasses neither. You know darn well he can spot a jug with the sense of smell. So they passed it around, and they had to admit John Wayne never had no truer grit. That was True Grit, written by Elizabeth Ebert of Thunderhawk, South Dakota. Thanks for riding along this morning on Homegrown, hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today, that he is raining on your place, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.